Welcome back to DCEU in review, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be your host for today while Tim is out with his eye surgery. Laser uh, eyes. Laser eyes. I'm calling him Blind Fury. Uh, I'm Nick Scarpino. To my immediate right is the man. He's the best of us. He will give the people an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind him. They will stumble and they will fall. But in time, they will join us at Portello's. Mr. Greg Miller. That's me, everybody. Vote Portello's.com slash vote. Kevin was supposed to join us today, but I don't know where he went. Greg, do you know where he no, went? I don't know. I don't know. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> I was here the Kevin Coelho, oh the God! Martian Manhunter. The Martian Manhunter himself. The Paula Manhunter. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Coelho joining the show today. We're in a bit of a skeleton cast. Uh, Andy's down, in, I believe, in L.A. Uh, or Dallas, maybe. He Is went he doing to L.A. for thing? a video game event for us, and then, yeah, he's going to then Dallas going for fuel. the fuel thing. So Dallas, follow him on Fort Twitter, and if you're going to that Dallas Fuel tournament, go over and say hello Burn to blue. him. Um, I don't Tim, know if... Did Tim, did Tim actually give us his impressions or no? Um, I hmm. thought he was supposed to give them to you. I thought he was too. I'll take a look. I'll send it to him. I'll, he, I'll ping him. You can do the show. You lead something. the show. He told me he was like, "Hey, you have to say this," but I wasn't listening. So. Okay, I'll figure it we out. We should in call a him though. I think uh, it. Just look it up. I'm sure he put it in Kevin. Slack. Uh, while there, what's Is that? Slack? Uh, disappear again, Kevin. That's. I like uh, how you have to hold your breath when you do it. <laughs> That's uh, great. Yeah. Uh, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, of course, this episode of DC. EU in review is brought to you by Me Undies, HelloFresh, and Manscaped, but we'll get to that later. Each and every week, we bring you a movie. Uh, we basically review and rank every movie in a major franchise. And of course, we're doing all the DC movies right now. Uh, you can follow us uh, if you want to watch this live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or. If you don't have time to watch stuff live because you're always in the move, go over to youtube.com slash kind of funny. Subscribe to us over there uh, and watch all of our deep, deep back catalog of films, not the least of which hundreds is of hours. MCU in review. Oh, it's hundreds of hours. We don't just talk in- about MCU in review on this show. Well, this DCEU in review. There's hundreds of hours just in the DCEU in review. We're only there on the is. fourth film right now. Uh, and of course, you can find us on roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. Uh, if you want to get this episode or this show ad-free, or all of our shows ad-free, you can go over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like so many of you did for the month of January. We appreciate you so much. You helped us fund a brand new studio. Of course, every dollar counts, uh, but I do want to give a quick shout-out to our Patreon producers for this month, of which there are 18, ladies wow. and Wow! James Davis, David the Mind Freak Mindtel, Mohammed Mohammed, Justin Toft, Drew Garnier Fructis, Siraz Razek, uh, Jared Brown, I call him Downtown Jared Brown. Downtown Jared Brown. Cassandra Orphan Ramirez, uh, Ian Jacobs, Zachary Smith, Joseph Solar, Sean Fellows, Morgan Gorenson, the nanobiologist Frank Furter, Jameson Shefransky, Quaid Start the Reactor Burnett, and Al the Predator Tribesman. You guys are all, all amazing. And we love you very, very much. Today, we are reviewing. That's my R.U. oration voice. You're doing great. You're doing great. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn comes out February 7th, 2020, which is today. Of course, there were screenings last night, I assume. That's what we did. That's what I went uh, and saw. That's what you went and saw. I don't uh, know. What up, baby? Kevin and the rest of us saw it on Tuesday. So we had to hold our tongue. Uh, to talk to Greg, and it was very, very difficult. Thank you. Uh, of course, we're going to go spoiler-free for the first uh, 10, 15 minutes of this, but let me get to a couple more facts before we start uh, getting in on this. Uh, rated R film. Rated R. And I liked it very, very much. They I'm curse, they, they, they kill. They did, yeah. they curse, they kill. It's Ultra bloody. violence. Uh, released on February 7, 2020. Uh, budget forecasted right now as of box office mojo of $85 million. Wow. And the forecasting for this weekend has anywhere between 42 and $55 million opening weekend. That's real good. Which yeah. is, it's not great, though. Okay. So it's, the, pre- it's, some, it's pretty good for a rated R movie. That's yeah. like top ten, right? Yeah. For so for eighty five million, not terrible. I think this hopefully will do 
do better numbers than that, I'm hoping, because I think it deserves it. Uh, directed by Kathy Yan, uh, who is the... Uh, she. I looked up what she has directed before. She has one feature under her belt, Dead Pigs, in 2018. And My then she's got a pigs. few shorts. Um, and then, of course, written by Christina Hodson, who wrote Bumblebee uh, and is actually the screenwriter for the upcoming movie The Flash and Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I wanted to throw a shout-out in here. I know we, we don't normally talk about this, but the cinematographer on this was Matthew Libatique. Uh, who I'm a big fan of uh, because he did such movies as uh, A Star is Born, Straight Outta Compton, Black Swan, Requiem for a Dream, Pi, Iron Man, and Iron Man 2. So we worked with Darren Aronofsky a lot. If I may. Yes. And again, we're spoiler free right now. Sure, we're spoiler free. But you call it a cinematographer. Is that because you think this when you watch this movie, you're like, oh my gosh, the cinematography on on this is on another level? No. But what I liked about it was it felt... I liked the way it felt. I liked the way it was shot. I like how all the action was shot. I thought they did a really, really good job with that. Mm-hmm. And when it came time to be violent, oh, the they violence violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was great. I just thought that the cinematography lended itself really, really well. This was one of the first DCEU movies I've seen that I thought, this is a comic book movie. This feels poppy. This feels crazy. This feels like anything can happen. It's fourth wall breaking. And I just I, I just wanted to call, give a shout out to him because I thought he did sure. a good job with it. Uh, of course, starring Margot, Ro- Margot Robbie, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey, Smollett, Bell, Ewan McGregor, who I thought did a bang-up job, oh, L.A.J. Yeah, Bosco, yeah, yeah. and rounding out the top uh, of the cast is Chris Messina, who played Victor Zaz. And I wanted to get his name out there. Nice. I'm I, glad you did because I was watching that. He popped up. I'm like, oh, my God, the dude from Secession? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No, no the yeah, dude was, from Newsroom. Newsroom. Sorry. Newsroom. I know him okay, as Newsroom. I was like, who's and he was also in that Mindy show, right? I yes, believe he yes, was, yeah. yeah. But I was, I, I was like, oh my god, it's the guy, it's Jane Fonda's kid from fucking Newsroom. Yeah, they, they um, he did such a good job. It was subtle enough for like what I know of Zaz, Victor which is Zaz more, is yeah, uh, from the uh, what Arkham, Arkham games. games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought. I mean, it, overall, again, spoiler free and all that jazz. Spoiler free. What for this first part, yeah, I thought this entire cast fucking crushed it. I, I remember when the first trailer dropped and we were like, oh my gosh, like uh, Ewan McGregor is on another level. He's going to embarrass people. And I do think he's obviously a yeah, huge standout. So good. His delivery on some of the lines when he's like walking, when he's giving the tour of his place, like I was like, that's, I was in his, I was laughing. Yeah. And, but I thought on top of that, like a Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was so good. I can't say her name, but she was so I good. I was not expecting her to play that character the way she played exactly. it. Exactly. That and was the was thing, so right? fun. The humor yeah. of the movie was just fantastic. Yeah. 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 No, I, I had a great time with this movie. Yeah. Kevin? I had a really good time with this movie. I went in there, like, as the movie started, I was like, this is going to be terrible, kind of laughing. And within, I want to say, like, 10 minutes, I was like, huh, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. And by the end of it, I was like, this is really well done. I Yeah, I, got, yeah. I started getting anxiety about 30 minutes in where I'm like, it's like watching a really good Olympic performance, like a gymnast, you know, you're like, this you're like, can she, I think yeah. it is, like, she's doing great. Oh my God. We didn't think she was going to do good. She's doing great. Can she stick landing? Boom. She's like landing. You're like, whoa. By the end of this film, I was, I was actually happy to sit around, around and wait for uh, the, the post credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I just want one more quick laugh before we leave. Yeah. I feel like people at DC and I, and I don't want to, I'll say this delicately. I feel like someone that, that was deciding to make this movie watched Deadpool and was like, that works. Why don't we just do something like that? Because this to me felt like DC's version of Deadpool, but with a slight twist on it. Sure. And, and you can't you can't And I, I think that, that that's fantastic. Like whoever made that decision, whatever team put that together, like good job. You guys figured out a tone that we would enjoy. Yeah. And I think that they stuck the landing like throughout the whole movie. I was they carried this tone through and um I really, really liked it. For me it was I, you know, I think we're all on the same page that they stuck landing. So, But for me, it was, I think, the third act that really 
cemented me with like, okay, I like this a lot. And it was that when we got in the car and we were home and Jen and I were talking about it, she was like, I mean, I want to see it again. I'm like, once we were in the third act, like the final battle and stuff, and I was like, I really want to see this again now that I kind of get it. Because mm-hmm. I think my problem with it when it started, not a problem, this is a, like in terms of a filmmaking problem, a Greg problem, right, is like, it started and it was going and they were doing such a good job and did throughout the movie such a good job of doing the Harley Quinn comic, right? Like her solo book uh, that, uh, you know, like the New 52 Rebirth stuff they've done with her where she is the roller girl, where she has the wiener dog, where she has the beaver. Like watching it, it was doing such a good job, but my problem early on was very much like, but I don't like that comic. Like I don't like, I don't care that much about that Harley Quinn, you know what I mean, on her mm-hmm. own doing this thing or just that narrative, I guess, because I shouldn't say Harley Quinn because I adore Harley Quinn on DC Universe, the mm-hmm. animated series that's happening right now. But by the end, I felt Margot Robbie and cast had made it their own and made it their own little universe where I was like, all right, now that I get it and I'm not comparing it to what I've read before, I'd like to come back and just yeah. enjoy the movie. Yeah, I, I think I had criticisms of, a lot of criticisms of uh, Suicide Squad last week. (laughs) uh, Didn't we all? And obviously that was the big, um, that was the big thought going into this. Like, oh my God, is it going to be another Suicide Squad? Um, And I felt, I think my biggest issue with Suicide Squad was that they didn't let, the Harley Quinn character just felt very two-dimensional. It felt very flat. It felt thrown in there so that we had someone to look at in booty shorts. And uh, I think Margaret Robbie did the best she could do with the job, but I just think that they, they didn't pay a lot of, close attention or love to that character this feels the complete opposite where this is her movie she owns this role she's having a great time and they decided to put a tremendous supporting cast around her not the least of which was i mean shout out to rosie perez shout out to the uh uh, what's the girl that that plays cassandra um they had a great back and forth Hmm. i have it here Uh, ella j basco ella j basco I thought she did a great job. I thought I thought this character, uh, th- these characters were written with love and with someone that actually wanted to make them sympathetic, and they still managed to come off. She still managed to come off crazy, but in a lovable, like I, eh, I like I want to see more of it way. Yeah. And I think the best thing they could have possibly done was they made her insane, but they made you McGregor fucking bonkers yeah, yeah and you're way more scared of him than you have any right to be because same of the way thing he with plays Zaz, that right like you know, they Zaz have no moral compass so right good. whereas like harley at least has those pangs of it even though at the end like we see that tested yeah and it was that idea of like who is she and where is she going with all this yeah uh i guess i don't know should we kick into spoiler territory now? You Are we going to do well. the plot synopsis? I forget. What no, we, we do don't. On, on, if you've never seen a review that's in the moment, no, you, this, right? you just saw the movie as well. So there's really no reason mm-hmm. to run through and synopsisize that way. Because right. we want in reviews you generally to be. So in spoilers, we just talk about key moments that. Yeah, we yeah, really yeah we talk about the movie. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's spoiler time now, everybody. Spoiler time. Put your spoiler hat, dude. When she fucking jumps on that dude's knees. Oh my god! I was like, fucking hell. They did such a good job of making her this weird, violent, crazy person that is just, she walks into a police station with a gun, and, and it's, it's, not, it's a non-lethal gun, right? So yeah, yeah. Shooting out the... Beanbags yeah. and the explosive, and uh, it just, like confettis. With her and the... The, the, she the trench coat. Yeah. Taken just, right from looks, Injustice from Tom Taylor's writing. Awesome. It looks so cool, and it made it like, this girl's crazy, and like... I don't know. It, it made it re- realistic enough where I was just mm. like, okay, this is cool. See, that was my thing with it where I think why it took me such a hard reset to get into it was the fact that 
the, it, why I don't necessarily enjoy Harley's book in general, the normal stuff, uh, her solo run when they did mm. all that with, again, with the wiener dog and the uh, uh, fucking beaver. It was that idea of just like, I don't get why, like, she's walking around. Like, and that's my thing is like, mm-hmm. even I, I was telling Jen this I, in the car and she's like, well, no, they explained it, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. She's protected from the bad guys from the Joker. And right. let's say enough of GCPD is fucking crooked enough that they're not or gonna terrified stop of him I got yeah, that. yeah I but it was just him. like Batman isn't like I you can't and like and I know I'm not, and I'm not at all trying to say that's what this movie should have been yeah once I adjusted to the world and settled in it reminded, it reminded me so much of something I did enjoy from the jump but backer of Burnside which is hidden behind this wall that's why I'm pointing at this wall uh, uh the Babs tar you know backer 35 run when that started up or 38 when it was suddenly Batgirl's out in the daytime and she's wearing modern clothes and she's doing all this stuff and it was like oh this is different and I like it by the end I was there I was I was mm. there but it was that original thing of just like settling into this world and then again like we always talk about of the is she crazy is she not crazy how does it work blah 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 but because that was our thing in Suicide Squad, right? Where is she just a criminal? Or yeah, is there she were just, yeah, there were moments where, you, where she, she came lucid, off like right? she was pretending to be crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in this, there's, there's a lovely moment where the shit's hitting the fan. There's two moments that I, like, I want to call out. There's, sure. there's a great moment where the shit's hitting the fan, and they're fighting in the amusement park. And they're they're in their Which, like main area again. If I can, I'm sorry to interrupt for one second. Yeah. Like when they're like, let's go to amusement mile. That's when I was like. Oh my and god! They we're it, yeah. finally going to Amusement Mile in a live action DC movie. Fuck yeah! So they're all the guy, the all the soldiers of uh, uh, Black Mask soldiers yeah. are starting to come in, and they go, "Oh, we got to take the, the the slide." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone's terrified, and they jump down there, except for Holly Quinn, who's like, "Wee!" Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. it's just a just fun, sincere moment she has. And then there's another moment later when they're fighting down in the basement with yeah. all the crazy like hands and shit and yeah, the yeah. rotary thing, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is doing this amazing. Uh, uh, choreography where she's just beating the shit. It's like crotch shot, crotch shot, boom, boom, right? And in the background, Harley Quinn's on a fucking trampoline. Yeah, 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 just yeah. in the background, on a trampoline, fucking people up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this movie could not be more fun. It just can't. It's so fucking creative and fun. And like, you can tell that people who like became, either were fans or, or just became tremendous fans of this character decided to write these characters. You nailed it early on, like right? Like it is, I think, the first DCEU movie, and I know I'm painting with a broad brush, and Aquaman will have some arguments and stuff like that. Mm. But this one feels like a really well done comic. It yeah. feels yeah. like a comic yeah, brought yeah, to life. It isn't even with like Wonder Woman being a bit more grounded and serious kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Or Aquaman, even the way they do all this. This one feels like the Harley Quinn book on screen, which is great. I, you know, I got there, and, and like that's what I'm talking about. Like the everything that happens in Amusement Mile, right? Like you're talking about little moments to call out, and it isn't a little moment at all. But it's like I think when I was like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking good!" Is when she's been drugged in the neck, and she's like slowly getting her power back, and fucking Zaz goes down next to her, and she pulls it out of her neck, she's like, and then, so and then and like, everybody freezes. She's like, she does one more, and like, stops. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, you know, going through it, I think that there's just a, a marked difference between this and Suicide Squad, and, I, and kudos oh, yeah. to the team that made this. I mean, kudos to Kathy Ann and uh, to Christina Hodson for for treating these characters like real characters. And, and for real, kudos to Margot Robbie, who like yes. again, like you know, I who love, produced this by the way. I love Alamo, right? Wow. I love Alamo because you get the pre-show stuff that's always themed mm-hmm. around it, and like mm-hmm. usually the last bit is really great. The last bit actually made me tear up as a fan, like of DC and everything of explaining how we got here and what you're about to see and it being the fact that like 
you know, Suicide Squad was what it was, but Margot Robbie was smart enough on it to really grab it by the fucking balls and be like, cool, uh, we should do a girl heist movie and I'm going to produce it and I want, it needs to be a female writer, it needs to be a female director, I'm not going to wear booty shorts like that, that doesn't make any sense, I want to have outfits that make, you know, it was all these like things that really was like, we did this thing and now we're going to go make the movie we want to make with it. Yeah. And you see that result, right, of like passionate people who get to have a voice in what they want to do and go and not get probably stepped on by the studio like we were arguing about with Suicide Squad. And weirdly enough, you get a crew of people who are a cast of people, rather I should say, who just have great chemistry together. Right. And to me, like, the, the, let's let's be hundred percent honest. The plot of this movie is totally secondary. Sure, it's a, it's yeah, a They're I trying mean, to like, get a MacGuffin. They're trying to get a diamond. I feel the like that's time. W- that's what this movie should be. Yeah, where it's exactly. Like, let the characters have an excuse. Fall, go for the MacGuffin, and then let them have fun. That's the journey, right? Yeah. Where everyone's trying to catch her. I like that because now it's suddenly anytime she's out in the open, people are attacking her. And you have that moment where she has the, the dude she trusts and like he breaks the trust and like betrays her. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that owns the show, the store. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that's 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 cool. That's a good way to like make a character seem sympathetic. Yeah. Even if they're crazy and horrible. Um, and I just I feel like the, the story doesn't matter because sure. it's so much fun. But the, what does also, matter is that I'm sorry. Go ahead. The one thing we keep saying, like, oh, man, it was so much better than Suicide Squad, right? And give credit to, like, this. Like, I think on top of everything we're saying, I think you just need to talk about it from a fundamental skeleton outline level that it just outclasses Suicide Squad, where it was the same idea of when they were, you know, being burned by Suicide Squad, like we all were, but, like, I was or whatever. When the stuff started popping for Harley Quinn, and it was you and McGregor and Zaz, and it was like, you're doing, I'm like, you're doing the same thing again. You're putting too many people in this fucking movie. You're not going to give them their dues. And they did. They made me care about the entire cast and gave me parts, moments I mean, with every one of them where I was like, I get it. I get who you are. You're great. I'm in. Well, not only that, but they had a traditional kind of character arc for Harley. And I yeah. think that was – that's to me, is probably the, the, the shining quality of this film. That's very difficult to do, especially for someone who's a villain, right? Um, I think she has a, a fulfilling character arc. When you get to the end, she realizes that she did something wrong. She grows a little bit. Yeah. But the way she grows, I think, is genius. And I was telling my wife this because she was like, should I see this? I'm like, I do think you should see it. I think it's a fun movie to see. Um, specifically, my, she doesn't love comic book movies. But I'm like, I think that there's enough in there that's relatable. And the Harley journey as coming from this abusive relationship where she realizes that she has to discover who she is without this man in her life. And then realizing that instead of going good, at the very end, she's like, there's that one moment where they go, uh, oh, there's now a void and there's just someone else is going to step in. She goes, I'm going to be the person that steps in and fucking runs this shit. Yeah. It's so fun and so fulfilling. And she's driving in the convertible and she's got all the fucking money and all that stuff. Yeah. So good, right? She decides to be badder. And I love that. One of the things that I think, you know, we struggle with on all of the kind of funny content for sure, but is that female perspective, right? Especially since Henry abandoned us and ran away. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Jen le- wanted me to say a bunch of different stuff on this about it, right? Where, cause we're coming out of it and she was like, what I think you, she's like, what I don't know if you will, you'll understand is like, Greg is that, that this is like going to become the breakup movie for so many people. Like when somebody goes through a breakup to go watch this with your friends, because it is that she's like, Jen was talking like, Every guy, we've all been there where you date some douchebag guy, right? And then he breaks your heart and you're way better off without him, but you don't see that in the moment. Whereas that's what this whole movie was about. And she's like, this will become the breakup movie for so many people. And she's like, on top of that, like, Jen having, you know, no knowledge of all the inner workings of the DCEU and all the drama and bullshit that's happened, right? When we were done, we were leaving. She was like, the other thing is, I'm so proud of them for not showing Joker. 
she was like, I it, I thought for sure at the end he was oh, going to pop up and it would make it all about him and it would be this whole thing. And she's like, they did such a great job of not making this about the shitty ex-boyfriend. They right. did this about the woman going through this journey and having her group of friends and figuring it all out, I, which doesn't happen in movies often. And I'm like, I guess that's a great point that I really wouldn't have thought of. I think it's so interesting that they didn't have access to Jared Leto or Ben Affleck because I, I think at this point they're both done. With I know I, yeah. I know Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck yes, is I, I can't remember if Jared Leto's Leto done or really he, upset. With yeah, the cut, exactly. The final cut that came out of. A so I bet he would have wanted to be in this. I would think. Oh, see, like I feel like he's the kind of actor that like gets hurt and is like, I'm done. I'm Fuck gonna go be Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. Uh, and like that, I think made the movie stronger. Oh yeah, because it's like I. Definitely. It was cool. Well, I, yeah, that they 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 touched so, so briefly on like the whole breakup aspect. I, of it. You're talking about not having access. I would imagine, and I haven't watched any of the pre-press coverage or anything like that. Nor do I know if they'd ask her to talk about it. I would imagine Robbie coming in would have been like, "We're not doing that." Like that's. I think she's smart enough. Yeah. I think the writer and the director are smart enough to know like, no, we're making this about us because it's interesting. Of, I when we were going home and we were talking about it, and Jen brought that up, I started him to say like. Oh, well, you know, you should really watch the DC show, right? The mm-hmm. and the universe one for Harley. And I stopped myself because I've never thought about it through that lens. And Joker is a main character in that. And it is very much Harley hung up on how is she going to outdo her ex-boyfriend, right? And she gets over it. And I think her and Poison, Poison Ivy's relationship is awesome. And, like, there's so much of really great stuff happening there. But I was like, huh, I haven't thought that through that line through enough as 37-year-old Greg White guy. You know what I mean? Of, like, mm-hmm. what you know if that actually should be that way or not be that way. Yeah. Um, just checking in with Tim to see if he wants to call in to give oh. us his. Uh, he's, and he's just like he's like talking back. to a banana right now. Yeah, he's like, no, let me get you a phone, blind man. He has no idea where he is. Uh, he may have just gotten back to us. No, I think I think they nailed all that stuff. And I honestly think that like I, I just this this movie. There's a moment at the end when they go to the music mile where I'm like, Batman should show up here, but I hope he doesn't. Mm. I don't want him to because he I want to show up there. Totally, it it and he should have. If, if this were a Batman film, yeah. it would have been a great ending for a Batman film. He drops in, beats the shit out of all these people, whatever. Ah, yada yada yada. But like, but I, I, I loved I, watching them beat the shit out of everybody. I love that too. And, and, I, and, I, and I think, and, I, and I, they did such a great job, even with me, DC fanboy guy, right. of making me forget about Black Canary's power, mm-hmm. right? Because she breaks the glass early on. Rosie Press says, "Your mother had the gift and worked with us too," which I thought was a great. What a great motivation thing there, or why you wouldn't flip on this guy who is a psychopath, who you know is bad when the cops show up. Well, fuck you. You left my mother to die in the gutter. You know what I mean? She was working with you guys. Right. And then at the end, when she was like, when they're all out of bullets, I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to scream. Yeah. She's going to screech. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also love that, like, at the end, you're like, oh, they're going to be a team forever. And Holly's like, nah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I ran away. I love that. It's, a, it's almost the one and done. Maybe they'll do a second one. Who knows? But the reason why they brought them together, I thought was so good. And I thought it was, I thought it was cleverly done. And I thought it, it, it was just at the right time. If they had got the gang together, midway through the second act I'd have been like oh this is gonna linger a little yeah, bit yeah. it's mm-hmm. just the fact that they all come together and it's the start of the third act and then you look outside and it's just a bunch of hulking dudes that are gonna try to come beat these women up yeah, and yeah. they get their balls fucking knocked in and and I wanna say I, I wanna say this with like with sensitivity because I appreciate it's probably gonna be a hot top and button button topic but I appreciate how they approached that that dynamic it never felt like they're like, oh, we're giving like guys suck, women rule. It felt like this is fun, and these women are put apart because there is this guy who only works with these guys and thinks that's better, and they're gonna prove him wrong. But at no point did I like did, did I think they were like demeaning or degrading toward the opposite sex. I thought it was all done in a very very fun spirit, and I honestly think the hyper violence really kind kind of takes it over the edge where you're like, this is so fucking bananas that I can't not love this. 
You know, the, the part where she fucking jumps on the guy's legs. Oh, my God. And then the other part where she, I mean, they, whoever choreographed this really hates knees. Because there's another part oh where she breaks God. the guy's knees. Oh, my God. so visceral. breaks yeah. his other knee. When they're, they're, they're fighting in the fucking evidence room. Yeah. And she breaks the, both knees and then she breaks the other knee back the other way. Yes. <laughs> it's oh. like, oh, my God. And it's one, of, it's one of those things where they were like, we need to, the action needs to be fun. It needs to be super violent. We have an R rating. Yeah. I didn't think they went too crazy with the language, but I thought mm. they used that R rating very, very nicely with yeah. violence. Um, I loved it. And, and I loved the fact that somebody sat that made this movie Kathy Ann must have been her sat down and watched Deadpool and then watched John Wick and was like yes there's something here yes there's something here because the John Wick if you go back and watch John Wick the, choreo- the choreography in that movie is the whole movie there's no fucking story in John Wick but they get so creative with it that you can't not like it and to me when they went in that evidence room scene I was like okay I'm ready to be bored because this is going to be bad oh, boys wow. for life or there's a bunch of action stuff that's like uh, it's it just reads as white noise to me but they were so it even when it ends, where she's like, drop the phone, she goes, okay, and throws it up and like kicks, kicks it at her it, yeah, and kicks yeah, her in the face. Yeah, I'm like, what a, what a fun, awesome. creative way to do that, you know? I think that's definitely a scene I want to rewatch at home and do like the frame by frame. Because the entire time I was yeah. like, this action's great. And I was like, looking of like, what is there going to be like a Mr. Freeze thing in the back or any of this other crap? You know what I mean? Uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, Huntress. God, killed it. You mean Crossbow Killer? The so best joke. Call me. The be- so they call me. What a good they call setup. Me. <laughs> What a good setup! Because everyone was like, "Oh, the crossbow killer," and like it was like, uh, they were, like I knew they were referring to Huntress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but like when that that joke lands so hard, yeah. And just something about her, like I, the the way they introduced her with being like, "Hey, she's really good at killing, but she really doesn't have the whole." Her in the mirror, yeah, just talking yeah. to herself and trying just, to figure it all and out. And like that, yeah. all building up to that was just so good. Her, yeah, her just being a weird kid. You yeah. know what I mean? She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like she's a homeschooled just, kid. She's just yeah. exactly. Where she's she just has no social graces awkward, whatsoever. Right? When they all do like the pound, she's and like, she and I'll do one of those. I'll that, do one of those yeah. as well. <laughs> and like, and and awesome that they picked her for that because yeah. she's not the actress that I would have necessarily pegged to be like that socially awkward person. Yeah. Um. Every. I mean, I can only remember a handful of movies that I've seen her in. Scott Pilgrim being one of them, and then of course the seminal film Sky High. She oh, was the, yeah. the girlfriend slash bad guy in that film. Spoilers. If you I was going to say uh, Cloverfield, which I, whatever. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Lane. Oh, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. She was fucking phenomenal. But that character was a lot more grounded than this totally. one. This one's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do want to talk for a second about how the film was edited. Because I feel like that lended itself so well to the fun factor, mm-hmm. where they're just they just keep doing flashbacks and they keep going back and they keep four minutes you, ago. But yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's but it's done tongue in cheek and yeah, it's yeah, done yeah. with like a we get it, we got to introduce these characters. We don't want to either, but here's here's a fun way of doing it, um, and we're gonna give it to you, Poppy, and I'm gonna break the fourth wall and tell you who these people are, and it's gonna be you're gonna love it. So when it when it starts, we get that little monologue from Harley just mm-hmm. being like. Hey, I'm gonna tell the story however the hell I want, and it, like I feel like that was such a fun way to be like we're we're gonna have like these moments, and uh, but it's also know. like a little bit of yeah. how her mind works, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's 100%. like I'm going, going, scattered, whoa, scattered. Yeah, 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 it exactly. comes back. Oh, oh, we're going over this way, but 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 they did it. They did it delicately enough to the point where you're like, okay, we're doing another flashback, and this is fun, but you don't see coming is that she was the little girl. And that all of those people were telling like, Zaz was one of the killers. Like you just didn't spot those things, mm-hmm. and so there was a nice little callback, and there was a nice like. There was a, a good flow with that where you feel like, oh, this is validating. Like, the, I get why this person would be mad, and it's cool that she's doing this stuff. And, like, granted, in, in a traditional film, you would have obviously seen this stuff happen a little bit more in the first act. But they were like, we got too many characters to deal with here. And really, what's the central focus of this film? The fun of being with Harley Quinn 
and being with Ewan McGregor, who absolutely God, he slayed this film. So good. And my only real criticism is that he can't come back because he gets blown, blown to mincemeat yeah, yeah, at the yeah. end in the most what? violent way possible. But it's also somehow fucking hilarious when it I happens. Got yeah. yeah. It's so he gets, funny. As he's getting kicked up, <laughs> just, yeah. just a, a chunk I, of meat falls into the ocean. I, I wish that Zaz and uh, Black Mask had been saved. I think Zaz they is were still so... alive. I think they're going to. I, I think that there might be a chance that he is. But they never like, showed him dead. But did he get shot? He got, he got shot, shot in the neck with yeah, a crossbow. But it, when he went down, I was like, "Oh, he's not dead." He's not dead. Yeah, stab, yeah. stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Mask. It's too Dude. bad he's dead because like, there's no way he's not dead. But like, so funny just throughout every walking, interaction we had with him. When he's walking Canary around that place, like, and this one is from the Chukachari tribe. <laughs> Have you ever been there? It's beautiful. A lot. <laughs> I like this. He's, he's like. <laughs> And then he has moments where he totally flips. Right. Yeah. When he, he did the psychopath thing in the in room the and made the woman get on uh, yeah. in yeah. the club, get on the desk. horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. And yeah. it was like, oh, fuck. Right. You feel you really do get a sense of like the abuse. You get a sense of like how, how much of a fucking like uh-huh. completely fucked up abusive asshole this guy is. Yeah. And I think that's that that to me is where uh, another thing that I was super impressed with with the film was that. Um, it reminded me of – this is going to be a weird pull, but stick with me. It reminded me of RoboCop. And it, it reminded me of that because there are moments in that that are so intense that you almost have to look away. And this movie had that with the Roman character, with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just – and the violence was so hyper-violent, but it, but it still works. And the other thing that I really, really liked about it was that obviously if you have a great – every great protagonist is only as good as the antagonist. I thought he was so – fucking stellar and him and i think the guy that plays Zaz, chris uh, messina was i think he was phenomenal well he played it just crazy enough yeah. and just creepy enough so that you get at the end when he opens his shirt you're like this motherfucker's off the deep end and we've seen hints of that and we've seen him like cut yeah. people's faces off the scene where he cuts people's faces off reminds me of the scene from robocop 2 where they strap the guy into the bed and cut his heart out yeah. and i was just like i was i literally started having like flashes when i was a kid i was like i should not be watching this this i'm fucking seven why am i watching this who's letting me watch this film is where are my s- parents is that a snot bubble ew killer yeah. <laughs> i uh also, I, shout out to his gloves the entire time yeah, yeah. he wears the gloves with his, with his initials on him yeah. it's great i also really liked with zaz like his little little obsession that he it seemed like he had towards black mass oh and, totally like, the times that he little. like lied lied to him to like keep himself in like yeah they had like a little, little love affair going yeah. on there like yeah. they were it's, like, i'm the only one that can take care of him yeah. It's just like, oh, you're fucking weird. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we are going to get to the latter half of this review in a second, but I feel like maybe oh. we should take a break. Oh. To talk about our sponsors. Should we? How do you feel about that? I don't know how much longer we're going to go, do you think? I like, I, no, I just, I'm just saying like it was cool when the thing blew up, and then I think it's been long enough now. Go ahead. Cool. All right. Great. Uh, the first sponsor we have, ladies and gentlemen, for this show is Me Undies. Love is in the air. Somebody go grab the Lysol. Just kidding. Even though this is a made-up holiday, it's still really cute. It's also the perfect time to show that special someone how much you care and say those three words everyone wants to hear. Match my undies. Me Undies has the most adorable Valentine's Day prints to get all lovey-dovey this year. Don't worry. If you don't have a boo, Me Undies also makes buddy bands so you can match with your pet, which is honestly more important than people. I'll agree with that right now. We're very much me undies house. And I don't want to ask him to do it because he's wearing a onesie right now. That, of course, is his Superman costume. But I'm willing to bet that Greg Miller is wearing me undies right now. I am. He's not the I only one. I assure you. I would like both of these men who are wearing me undies next to me to show you. But they're both wearing zip-up costumes that 
is just grotesque to take off. So we won't go into that. But we are in my MeUndies household. Right now, I'm pretty sure Tim's wearing all head-to-toe MeUndies, but he can't see it because he's blind. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue. Your butt is cute. Rhyming is dumb. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. To show you how much you, uh, they love you, MeUndies has not one, but three new Valentine's Day prints this year. This is the perfect opportunity to show that special someone you're ready to take it to the next level with uh, matching pairs. Match me so I know it's real is the motto of this year. If you're matching your BFF or even your dog, it still counts. Also, psst, someone told us that MeUndies has new loungewear. And that person was Tim. Uh, rum- rumor has it that it's loungewear you can wear out and a boot. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for some cozy new additions. Here's the offer, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, MeUndies got you. MeUndies has a great offer for the listeners. For the first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction a guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning next up we have manscaped Ooh, this one's near and dear to my heart as a very hairy italian man it's nice that someone out there is thinking about trimming me that's right we are hairy mongrels here that's why we are happy to be brought to you by manscaped breaking news this important psa is brought to you by manscaped.com this is your public service announcement the manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawn mower 3.0 there third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free. Boo. Uh, thanks to Manscaped Advanced Skin Type Technology. I'll be on your balls, Kevin. No. I'll be the nick on no. your balls. Oh, it's I fine. Like it. uh, we've been talking about Manscaped for a while here, of course. Tim uses Manscaped because he's just a big old hairy mongrel as well. And he likes, and you know, we, we don't say that his fiance likes it, but I'm sure Gia appreciates the fact that he's uh, he's clean and smooth down there. Uh, if you use the, the Lawn Mower 2.0, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade and uh, with a new and improved skin-safe technology. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And that's great for my old eyes, because I can't see those things anymore. Also, I think they're getting smaller. Manscaped, please help. Uh, and let's not forget about... The charging stand, show your mower off loud and proud uh, because this intelligently designed stand is rapid charging dock powered by USB. They've also upgraded uh, the lawnmower 3.0 with a 7,000 RPM motor uh, with quiet stroke technology. Man, they are good at naming these things. If you're listening to me speak right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Manscapes.com. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we have HelloFresh. You've heard us talking about HelloFresh for a very, very long time. Gia makes this for Tim. Tim never invites us over. And I, Tim's got the eye surgery today. And I, we, we are 98% hoping it goes right. But there's 2% of us because he never shares. Yeah, he gets what he gets. He gets you know what, what he I mean? gets. You know what I mean? He gets what he gets. Uh, get mouth-watering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, uh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh makes cooking at home fun, easy, and affordable. Uh, breaking out, break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes each week. Uh, HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. 
Uh, HelloFresh cuts out stressful me, uh, meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipes option. The average trip to the grocery store takes 41 minutes. Uh, that's over 35 hours a year if you go once a week. That's a lot of time saved. Uh, I'd rather be eating. I don't know about you guys. HelloFresh pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep and uh, less food waste. Uh, Joey, we're going to check in with her because she just got her first HelloFresh package in the mail, or maybe her 15th. I don't pay attention to Joey, but she got one, and she's very, very <laughs> excited about that. Uh, the packaging HelloFresh uses uh, to ship your food is almost entirely made of recycled and or recycled content. HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals, uh, which is good. Uh, and extra meals or lunches, add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order, or throw in yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough, and uh, you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you want what is more better than that america uh, uh this is america's number one meal kit uh america's best value meal kit all that jazz uh here we go ladies and gentlemen uh right now i think tim's very very excited because gia keeps making him this korean beef bimimbap i don't know what it is but it sounds fantastic and it looks They're even so better good. is it good she won't share why won't he know. share uh go to that's why he gets what he gets that's why he gets what he gets two percent uh cough doctor <laughs> here's the offer right now uh go to hellofresh.com morning 10 and use code morning 10 for 10 free meals including free shipping once again that's hellofresh.com morning 10 and use code morning 10 for 10 free meals including free shipping now back to our review of Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Ka-ka! emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, we haven't talked about the music. What a soundtrack. Uh, oh, good. And it so works. Good. Yeah. Unlike Suicide Squad, where they're like, we need something. Yep. Let's it, just throw That was a, hey, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's just do, like, it. do it. it. I works. think there's more to it than just putting the music on it. Did Tim uh, respond to you about <laughs> calling in? He did. I apologize. No, he, he just. He wanted to talk about specifically the music. Does he? He said, okay, this is what Tim sent me. And it's totally, uh, uh, totally misspelled. So he's already clearly blind. Just kidding. It's perfectly spelled. Birds of Prey was so damn fun. Fun good guys. Fun bad guys. Fun music. Fun choreography. The story was surprisingly focused. The runtime was respectfully lean. And there were more laugh out loud moments than eye rolls. My number, well, we'll save where he's oh! at. We'll save where he's at for when we do the ranking. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and Andy doesn't get a vote because we don't care about him. I really? Didn't, I didn't bother checking in with Andy. God damn it. Just be fucking people out. You want to check in with Andy and see where he votes? Yeah. You do that. was that. the point. I thought this was the thing. Oh, God. I can't be bothered. You know what I mean? I got the ads. I nailed that. What else do you want from me, people? Um, I, I will say this. Yeah. The runtime is another great thing about this movie. Man, they didn't. They don't. They were like in and out. We're done. We don't need this to be because it could have been a half hour longer and fleshed out some of the characters. But why? That's not what this movie no, is about. No, it was, it was good. That's what you should do, though. Yeah. Like, don't extend the runtime. Just have it nice and tight. Keep it funny. If jokes don't work, cut them out. There, I, I do want to say there was a bit of humor that, like, didn't land with me. Yes. And felt a little cartoonish. But I don't, like, that's that's makes sense for what this movie is. Well, see, to me, the closest analog to this movie is Deadpool and Deadpool mm-hmm. 2. And I think that, and that's, by the way, a very distinguishing high mark that you could give any any film because those movies were great and they were a great use of the rated R. Yeah. Um, but they do, this movie does suffer from the same problem they had where they were like, we have free reign. Let's cram as much humor in this as humanly possible. And I would say like 90% of the jokes hit for me. But when there's a thousand jokes, it's bound to happen yep, that 10% are not going to hit. Uh, one of the things. And that's okay. And that's the same thing with Deadpool. Where I was like. Deadpool was fun, but there was a couple jokes. There's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. ten jokes in Deadpool. I was like, comedy's hard, right? No matter yeah. what you do, yeah, you're going to toss out there. And yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, one of the things that Tim was saying that um, he was saying that, and like I can't prove this because I'm I wasn't listening I can't super hard. Prove this. But he was saying that a, a lot of the songs were featured in like uh, 
movies with women as the protagonist. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he loved that about it. Where he gave me some examples, but you know, I want to you know. I also I, told him to call. I texted in. Tim at the beginning of the show of like, "Hey, what's your thing or whatever?" And his response was, "I talked to Kev after the movie, so that's all he." I told him. <laughs> I told. I was like, "You need to call in," and he was like, "He's like, I'm blind. I'm not gonna be able to see." And it's like, but what but does that hear do and ears? talk still? I say, feel, call him. Now he, he is, he's fine. He's definitely he's fine. He doesn't right care. Now. He mm-hmm. does not care. But he loved this movie, and so did I. And I think that to me, here's what I want to ask you, Greg. Yeah, buddy. It's not about me. It's more about you as the biggest DC fan, sure. probably in the world. Someone thank say, you, "Thank you." Uh, they should give you a comic book to write. They should probably they make should. you the head of Warner Brothers Pictures. I agree with he's that. Still so, so far as this, don't worry about that. He's still, he's definitely writing it still. He's, it's 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 in him. It's in here. It's sorry for here. sorry for bringing that up. Uh, what does this do for you going forward with the DC EU movies? Oh, we've got Wonder Woman 1984 looks sure. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming out. Have you allowed yourself to hope again? Yeah. Superman. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, well, I know that's just your heart too, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm allowed to hope again, right? I don't think I don't. I don't know, right? Like it's what I like about this is that yes, this is a DCEU movie, a Birds of Prey, but it doesn't feel like it needs to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, okay, cool. Like we saw obviously that it's it is the follow up to Suicide Squad. There are direct references or sh- scenes from Suicide Squad in this. It is that version of Joker. Yada yada yada. Right? But even if they were like. It's not the DCEU, and you watched it, and you would have enough to go on. You'd be fine with it. Yeah, it still breaks my heart that I don't know if we're, I don't think we're ever going to get back to Justice League, right? Like, are we ever going to get back to I all the heroes? Will yeah, back up I, I think that they're 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 prepping. Like, eh, I feel like it's on time. two different v- tracks, right? Where on the one hand that breaks my heart, you know what I mean? Like, are we ever going to see a real Justice League on screen, or like just a really great team up movie or whatever? But on the other hand, if they keep doing stuff like this, if they and I love the fact that it is weird. I love the fact that so it is weird. not a Marvel movie. I love the fact that it's not a DC movie as we know them, right? I love the fact that they figure on the heels of Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix, this yeah. comes out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, cool. Get talented people in here and talented, and that means writers, cinematographers, directors, actors. Get them in here and have them make cool shit with cool characters. And that's the thing is like, let James Gunn make Suicide Squad too. And let's, let's see go. what the fuck that's gonna look like. Yeah, and I'll agree with you. One of the things I, I I liked about this was obviously the Joker is a very polarizing figure in mainstream media, and everyone everyone that does it has this tremendous amount of like responsibility and probably pressure to live up to Heath Ledger and, let's be perfectly honest, the more important Joker, Jack Mark Nicholson. Oh, well, I mean, Mark Hamill's great, too. We've had so many great interpretations of this, right, and so many great people that, like, where they stand out. And to a lot, and to me, you know, as being, like, a Fairweather DC fan, the Joker is, like, the, the top dog when it comes to villains, right? Sure. He's the one that everyone should be afraid of. What I liked about this was we got that, but it also kind of took the Joker, this one felt like it took the Joker back and put him back into the rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. cool. He doesn't right. have to be like God tier. God tier. Like, and actually, it kind of works better if he's not, right? Because obviously, they they respect how vicious he is, but they don't respect him so much that they still won't kill Harley Quinn. Like, if it, if the Joker is really that crazy, you probably would just still leave her alone, just in case everyone. It's like when you when you your buddy's dating someone you hate. Even when they break up, you never say we hated her because they, they might get, get back, back together. together. Yeah, I know that. And one this all one, too they're well. like, he's gone. Fuck it. And and uh, Ronan comes out. Or Roman, excuse me, comes off even more psychotic in a different kind of way. So I liked that. I liked that they were like, I liked they kind of do what what, what uh, Marvel does, which with the exception of Thanos, like all the bad guys and all the good guys are kind of on the same level mm-hmm. and they all have fallacies and they're all kind of beatable. And, they, and the, to me, this kind of stepped Joker back a little bit more to like a tainable area, which makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, 
I, I love the part. visual styling of it. Again, compare it Colorful. to Suicide Squad, where we talked about it so much during it in the first review of Suicide Squad and in interview of all the text they put on screen. There's no possible way to read it. Maybe it would have been funny. I have no idea. This one, when it starts doing it right, it's so clear of like, here's who they are. Here's why they hate me. Right? And right. the way it pops Grievance, up. Yeah. why they hate me. And when the fucking... <laughs> Roman, which is like 15 of yeah, them. Yeah, 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 really yeah. When the van showed up, and started driving at her, and I was like, "Wait, that's the guy I thought she killed." And it yeah. said, "Brother." Well, I was like, "That's yep. so fucking good." You know what I mean? Yeah, there. Um, I, I mean, and again, you're talking about the visual style of this film, great use of color, not not the least of which is, and this is definitely by intent. When she walks into the police station and starts shooting people with the grenades, and they're like, the every one of them so are like the beanbags, and yeah. then every third is the one that like excited blows yeah, yeah, yeah. in this incredibly colorful confetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so fun. I like, I, and I liked uh, even when she was leaving and saw the boomerang. Then she's like, I know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> little touch, right? I love that. I love that the hyena's name is Bruce. Bruce, yeah. yeah. After that hunky Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. just a little touch of that yeah. was good. Uh, to your question earlier about like mm-hmm. what this does for the future, like it, does this excite me? Um, I think that if they can continue to make movies, like if Wonder Woman. Uh, 1984 is is this fun tone even it doesn't even have to necessarily be fun as long as it's a like enjoyable movie i would be very excited if the flash movie was maybe a place where they're going to reset stuff there's been a lot of losses it's their argument right and i think that makes more sense now seeing this right Mm -hmm. of when they were like there it's a standalone movie uh, birds of prey harley quinn and we're like so wait, it's not in the DC. No, it's in the EU, but it's standalone. So wait, is it not a follow-up? Well, it's not a sequel to Suicide Squad. Right. You understand what that means, and I think mm-hmm. what you're saying is what I hope their intentions are now with all these movies that they are all standalone, mm-hmm. meaning that no, they're in the universe, but they stand on their own and they tell their own story, and they're not, you know, linked to. Well, you have to put in this to put in that. Like you have to do something to Dark right. Side to make Dark. You know. What but I, mean? I do hope that they get there, just because. And, and I know like. MCU is doing that, and we don't. These don't have to be the same. But I do. I wish that. I, yeah. I do think that it adds a lot to rewatchability. Like, how hope. cool would it be if you watch Man of Steel and you're like, oh my god, that is Martian Manhunter. Yeah. You know. Oh no, I I get it, and I want that too. And That'd I be so cool. Flashpoint, though, yeah. I don't or for Flash's movie, which is going to be a Flashpoint that isn't the normal Flashpoint. Like I'd love normal Flashpoint of going mm-hmm. back and he fucks up time and Thomas Wayne's Batman and we have to worry about all that. Oh, and then cool. that shit yeah. spirals out and that fixes the they cast, Ben Affleck they cast stuff. Ben Affleck as Thomas Wayne and it's totally confusing. It's, it's, no, it's even more. Confusing. It's straight up Negan, right? It's yeah. just all those guys. Oh, that, like, that I mean, could you know they wanted to do when that. you start exactly when you start playing around with that. That shit's awesome. And so the yeah. fact that you won't get that is like all right, cool. Is but. that is that was that their intent? Because obviously casting uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah, that is right, nail it, and Laura Cohen. In those roles, you're like, that's awesome. You got two really good TV actors, or like two really good actors, rather. One from TV, both from TV, but yeah, both like, he's been, he was, you know, Watchmen. I wonder what they're going to do with that. And then, like, this, the fact that they just let it die is like, no I mean, I feel like there's so a lot sad. of that going on yeah. there. Yeah. What I like is that I'm right there with you. This movie, let's not even bother trying to figure out where it fits into the grander scheme, the larger picture. No, that's literally what we have to do. What's that? No, no, no. Event, yes, we will do that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, as far as, as far as Warner Brothers is concerned, and yeah. as far as DC is concerned, let's just take this one as a win. This is a fun, mm-hmm. cool movie that everyone should go see in the big screen because it warrants just the biggest screen lots fucking of color, possible. Yeah. It's lots of color. It's super fun. The we watched it in great. IMAX. We watched like, it in IMAX. Great. Perfect. Um, there's, I think that they're, I think they'd be smart to kind of treat this as like Iron Man where they're like cool we got one let's maybe just start 
figuring out step organically how the world can be built out from this point on. You've yeah. obviously got Wonder Woman coming out. That's gonna that looks great. It's in the eighties. Boom. It's number yeah, yeah. one in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Whatsoever. So let's just cool it and see where it goes. James Gunn coming out with Suicide Squad too. That can't be bad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Is that what it's called? Oh, that's right. Because yeah. it's a. It's a Whatever. Exactly. Jesus Nobody Christ. knows. Yeah. It's standalone. Remember. It's standalone. Yeah. Good. Fucking standalone. And even the it. references in here to Suicide Squad outside of Boomerang, when she, when, uh, she K- pulled out her shirt and it's like, not that one? Yeah. yeah. And Cassandra is uh, sentimental. And Cassandra Kane's like, how did, t- explain to me how you got here. She's like, all right, step one. And she gives her whole life story, including like, yeah, save the world. Go yeah. back to jail. Break out of jail. Do yeah, this thing. Yeah. Uh, Cassandra Kane's Back-up. character. Oh, really? Yeah. It's the, the Like a newer one, right? Yeah. Okay. She's, a, she's first appeared in Batman number 567. The character is one of several who have assumed the role of Batgirl, and Cassandra Cain goes by the name of Orphan in uh, current DC Comics. Oh, got it. Did I get uh, that correct? Yeah. That was Facts of Prey. Oh, yeah. yeah Greg yeah, came yeah, up with yeah. that earlier. Uh, the, uh, the not, and the nice nod to that, of course, is that Cassandra's Batgirl in the comics, right, is uh, doesn't talk. Right. And so when Rosie Perez shows up, and I was wondering, I, again, I didn't look into most of this, and I don't remember from trailers if she was talking to them, but when Rosie Perez showed up, I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know, No smart alecky remark or whatever? I was like, how are they going to yeah. do this? And then she doesn't. I was like, what's going on? And then the flashback tells you why. I was like, that's cute. That's awesome. Um, of course. Uh, oh, because she ate the diamond? Yeah. Mm. That's fun. I didn't put that like shit. Yeah. Uh, of course, also, uh, I mean, obviously, facts of fiction people know this, but in other comics, Barbara Gordon uh, was one of the founding members of Birds of Prey. Also, Batgirl as well, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. how did that how did that role in the comics just get assumed? Oh, she moved to Oracle, yeah, which, ended, she, which opened up the Batgirl. Yeah, the Joker shot her and role. paralyzed her. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, she doesn't have the Iron Man suit. Huh. Yeah, no, she didn't do that. No she war machine. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, New Fifty Two though gave her, her legs back, so she could move. In. There you go. Good. Not a, not a ton of other fun birds uh, facts of prey right here. I'm trying to look for anything more than that. Uh, first live action appearance of Renee Montoya, a character uh, awesome. introduced in Batman the Animated Series, yep. which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, course, big, now the question in the comic books. Uh, a similar character, Anna really? Ramirez, appeared yeah. in uh, cool. in yeah. the Dark Knight. We remember her. Yeah, she was one that betrayed Harvey Dent. Yeah, and then got no. I th- and that was the thing is like again like flip. you know. As much as like sit here and be like, oh, woe is me! I don't get a Justice League movie. And there's no suicide or Superman movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's awesome to watch this. And be like, holy shit! Renee Montoya is Rosie Perez. She's on screen. And she's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. She's a great character. She when she gets shot and she opens it up, she's wearing the bustier. It's like fuck yeah, that's yeah. awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I love it. Yeah. And when she, I, I, I laughed earlier when you were talking about the amusement mile stuff. When she shows up to confront Harley, Harley's like, "Are you drunk? Yeah, <laughs> like, she is yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. Uh, all right, everyone. Of course. We uh, we love you very very much, especially people who decide to go out there before we rank this. But uh, people who decide to go out there and back us over on Patreon.com, uh, we like to do a little thing here. We ask you guys for your haikus in review, and some of you came with the thunder. Let me pull this up real quick. Oh Jesus, Larizus! While you I'm do that, should we do ragu? Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys Volume Seven, the DCEU. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the glue at Kevin Coyle. What's up, dude? Yeah, hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. And Tim ain't here, and, yeah. and Andy ain't here. So My we, face is just so bad. It There's looks like great, random though. Hairs. It's great. Yeah, I, I want to get it. them out, but it'll smear the green. So yeah. you look great. I'm proud of you Thank for doing you. this. Uh, currently, the Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys list of the best DC uh, people from or ba- best DC villains from the DCEU go like this: Number one, Zod. Number two, Rooms Lex. Number three, Enchantress and her baby bro. Mm-hmm. I think this uh, with Mask and Zaz. Easily I was just gonna put Roman, but yeah, yeah, sure. uh, you're right. Those odds, yeah, yeah. No, sure, sure. I, I easily I number, one. number one, the most enjoyable to watch for yeah. sure. So Best much performances, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah. yeah God, you yeah. McGregor is a fucking treat. I'm, I'm so happy they picked him, and he went so like full on in yep. the role. 
now yeah, hundred percent. I thought like what everything we've nailed. I think we said it already, so I won't. But even like. Even with the flashbacks too, of like you know when he cuts off the faces, he's like ew, and then yeah. he dances out all happy, and then when he's fucking crazy, and then when he shows up in the mask. Like, what about yeah. when they're giving him Botox? <laughs> Just the governor goes like, get out of here, you fucking. Hurt. Um, so definitely better than Enchantress. Yeah, definitely. He's number one. Black Mask and Zaz take the number one spot from Zod in Man of Steel. Now it's time for haiku and review, ladies and gentlemen. Remember seven syllables oh, in the middle. You, you need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to sweat it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Everybody, haiku in review. Haiku in, in review. review. Everybody now stop. stop. Go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Uh, back is the $5 chair. And you too can enter your haikus in review. Just like uh, Shinnick3 Shinnick. did. Said, uh, ask kicking women better than Suicide Squad. Keep it up, DC. Okay, that like one it. wasn't the best. But uh, I, like it. I asked it Joey for three. She pulled out. She's like, all right, we'll go with that. Try harder next time. Like well, remember, the pool's so limited because the movie just yeah, came out know, last night. I know, night. I'm just fucking with him. I'm just fucking with him. It's good. Uh, let's see. Mason Hall says, uh, Steel's Deadpool style, Black Bat and Zaz reviled. Damn, Robbie's smile. Oh. Uh, and then finally, Tristan Benz said, the movie was slick. Not one ass was left unkicked. Black Mask, what a prick. Oh, that's a good that's one. Good. That's good. really good. That's that was really very, good. very good. You don't have to rhyme, but it helps. All right. We're down to it. Now it's time to rank this movie, Birds of Prey. Let's uh, let's pull up the ranking real quick so we can see where we're at right now. Number one, currently ranked at number one, Batman v Superman. Number two, Man of Steel. Number three, Suicide Squad. It'll be fun to see how far down the list Suicide Squad goes. Wait, hold on. Is this a joke that what? I'm just picking up on? What's that? What? Why in the background are the ghosts in the Fast and the Furious people <laughs> ranking the DC? Looks Aquaman's right. There's fucking Vin. Yeah. Well, not Vin Diesel. That's Tyrese and then uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh my god! And then on the other side by Flash. Yeah, it's Han and it's uh, Sloan sl- nah, like from Entourage. I, I mean, the fact yeah. that, the fact of the matter is, uh, Andy's really not trying it. No, he really is, and he's just been using a lot of assets here. That's but really that's funny. Huh. Um, I just realized, man. There are another four movies I have to wear this uh, green face paint. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I gave you the out. I said you could just not do it this yeah, week but you, and then you, the, you can go you in next like, week more Then full. it'll be funny because everyone except for Tim will be wearing it. And I, But like that would then happen this week where you both ah, are wearing we it. Well, well, we were going to not dress there was up. A, yeah, Nick, at the very, uh, Nick Hale married at the last second. He was like, we want to not dress up and go out there. You fucked. I know. I know. I want a photo of all of a It's going to be great. All right. Let's go around the table. Where do we want to rank this movie? As oh, of, of course, we're just we're just working with the first three. This is the eighth movie in the in the series, and of course, next week we're going to come back with uh, Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, Greg, where would you put this? And you know you want to fucking question. put it above Batman v Superman. You know well, you do. I, this Here, is such I mean, an easy one. So let's, just Howard, Greg. let's just full stop and have a conversation, everybody. Can we just stop? Can we all put? The, <laughs> yeah, it's like sure. everybody's like this with the guns right now. Can we just put the guns down? Without question, wholeheartedly, this is a better movie than any of the movies we have. But is it a better DC extended universe movie? Yes. That's yes. what we're grading. No, 100%. 100%. That's what we're grading. It, on, right? is. it doesn't throw Glad you asked that question. Where is everybody? You know what I mean? No, all the characters we don't care about, <laughs> not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all the terrible characters that have disappointed us, not here. Yeah. Here's what I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Is I won't disrespect the achievement uh, Birds of Prey is. Birds of Prey is number yeah. one. Okay. It absolutely is number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe Tim Geddes voted for it uh, as number one. We have to go through the rigmarole. Who here thinks Suicide Squad, or this movie is better than Suicide Squad Retrained? Come on, Suicide Squad's garbage. Somebody it? pointed out, like, we didn't bring up the graphic last week. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have argued to move Suicide Squad to immediate eight. Yeah. You know we'll what see. I mean? We'll yeah. see. We'll see. You can uh, vote who for thinks that now. It's, Who thinks it's better than Man it. of Steel? 
Uh, Man of Steel, Barrett, are you voting on this as well? Or no, no, he doesn't have a vote. Oh, you don't get a vote. Do we know uh, all of us kept our hands No, raised. Andy, literally at the beginning, he posted he was on a plane, so oh, we yeah. didn't think this thing. It's fine. It I doubt matter. anyone's going to come in hot on, wait a second. No. It doesn't well, matter. We're four of them. Anyway. Yeah, four. Uh, and who here thinks it's better than Batman v Superman? It is unanimous, ladies and gentlemen. The new ranking is for the DC extended, and a little, little, little hand applause. Uh, Birds of Prey, number one. <laughs> Number two, Batman v Superman. Number three, Man of Steel. And rounding out the four movies that we have reviewed so far is Suicide Squad, which I have to imagine will be number eight. For but sure. we won't know until next week when we review Wonder Woman. Now it gets interesting, right? Of like, yeah, really? where does Wonder Woman fall into this thing? Where Wonder does Woman Justice was he... League fall into this thing? No, Justice, well, there's no questioning where Justice League. Actually, I see what you're saying. No, Justice League's better than Suicide Squad, but it's still crap. All right. Uh, no, but I'm excited. I'm excited for these next couple. Well, movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I am very excited to see where they yeah. actually net out in this. What about Shazam? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. I mean, here's the thing: is like I once and once everything exploded for me, right? Like Aquaman and Shazam. All right, yeah. I went and saw these movies, and I'm a DC kid. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I saw these movies. Great. Well, you can't possibly be as excited for Aquaman and Shazam as you can for, like, Man of Steel. Yeah, exactly. Sure. There's just, and they fucked it. Yeah. And somehow these guys, these clowns are still getting fucking sequels. That's true. Henry Cavill out here having to fucking fight horses and witches. Come on. Well, have you seen the effect that uh, Jason Momoa has on me? He's a great looking man. get a sequel. Put that motherfucker shirtless. Can I get Nicole Kidman back in it? Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, 100%. yeah she's, not doing, doing she's not doing Pretty Little Liars. You remember? And what Willem Dafoe in it? Great. Yeah, and then oh, that guy, right. then the guy who's the, the, amount of the money underwater they, sea to... battle that happens for forty five minutes. You're like, why are the shrimp That's fighting each other? Movie though, we should we're not allowed <laughs> to. That's it's true. like huge whales, and then it's these little shrimp little tiny shrimp. Like a fuck you. All right, fine. I, Wonder Woman's next week. Wonder Woman's next week. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to this in podcast uh, form, please rate us. Give us a good old-fashioned five to ten-star rating, if that's even possible on the platform you're watching. Until next week, I've been your host, Nick Scarpino. I think Tim will probably be back for Wonder Woman, but if he's Blind Fury, I'll be back again for this. I hope I did a good job. Leave a comment. Let me know how great I am. Until next week. See you next week, Mr. J. Let's go. Okay. I like that.